0: Hey, this is Freddie from the vaccine. You're listening to PS Tape Recorder. Hello there. I'm PF. This is my tape recorder. Coming up, a special edition of the tape recorder. Fangirl and I go over our top five songs of 2013. We each have a list, so it's five each. And uh, welcome, Fangirl. Hey yo, And uh, we're being lazy because it's the end of uh, Christmas break and whatnot. And uh, I also have to stretch out the interviews I have in the can. I'll explain that at the end of the show, along with some fun stuff we have planned for 2014, hopefully. But uh, right now, let's get to the top five. Uh, we'll start with Fangirl. We're going to alternate. So Fangirl will go with her number five song first. Oh, we'll also tell you what our favorite albums were uh, at the end of all this. And producer Lizzie will have a playout song. <laughs> all right. So uh, number five on Fangirl's list is?
1: Do I Want to Know by Arctic Monkeys. I basically just wanted to see what the hype was with them and they came out with the new album album am this year and i ended up falling in love with it so this is the track that got me into them
0: all right and uh we're hopefully going to well, we're covering the show for city beat in february here in cincinnati and hopefully we'll have them on the podcast as well so oh i
1: hope
2: all right so this <laughs> is
0: uh uh arctic monkeys do i want to know
2: until i fall. Say okay, tomorrow day, crawling back to you. Never thought of
0: you, because I always knew. And because uh, we're doing this kind of rock solid style where we have to only play like a minute of it because we're legally not allowed to play the whole song. So anyway, and uh, towards that end, uh, we are going to be doing another radio show. We did one last year uh, for my friend Bree uh, out there in Singapore. He was running a student radio station for the college there. He's now moved to Dubai in the United Arab Emirates. So We're going to be doing one for them, and we'll keep you all posted on that. That we can play whole songs on, and uh, we will try to uh, you know tell you where you'll be able to find it on the internet and uh, and if you happen to be in the Middle East, where you can find it actually over the air. All right. But uh, my number five song, boy, I had a tough time. My uh, top five was actually 11 songs. So I <laughs> really, it was tough to narrow down. Yeah. And, um, but uh, this is a song actually Fangirl got me into. Our local alternative, doing air quotes, uh, station jumped on it. But actually it's a really good track. Uh, I like it a lot. I think these fellows are off of Denmark. Uh, they're called New Politics. And uh, this is Harlem. just
2: like you, like me.
0: Perfect place to fade that. Yeah, that's uh, Harlem, New Politics, and all those uh, Euro-Rocky bands always remind me of this uh, one band from Scandinavia. I think they were from... Norway or Sweden, they were called This Perfect Day. I used to work for Musicland slash Sam Goody, and uh, th- th- they got the idea they were going to start their own record label. And the first band they signed was this band called This Perfect Day. And from, uh, if you're not from England or the United States, and you're a European rock band, I always, did, I always <laughs> lump you in with This Perfect Day. But anyway, nice kids, <laughs> had a couple of nice tracks. Uh, all right, Hannah Ruth, uh, your number five or your number four <laughs> track?
1: Number four is Diane Young by Vampire Weekend. There you go. Which, uh, dad got me into so
0: there you go see um,
1: i had the chance to see them twice this year yeah both times it just did not work out to be able to see them it really bums me out because i had no idea that diane young was going to make the top five cut i had no idea that vampire weekend's going to make the top 10 bands cut this year but
0: yeah yeah they, they um this would be my number six track by the way but since it was already in hannah's top five <laughs> i decided to uh go ahead and move it back a little bit yeah and uh and of course my wife fangirl's mom uh really got into them because we went to Lollapalooza, but we could only afford to go to the to friday we had to come home uh saturday and uh on sunday night we watched uh vampire weekend streaming and then my wife just fell in love with them so now it's her favorite band so <laughs> vampire Weekend did really well with us this year they got a lot of our money
1: she always takes my bands after we have the chance she to does. see them didn't get to see marina and now marina's her favorite
0: oh and hannah and i both bought shirts from all the of bands we didn't actually see she <laughs> hey, bought you
1: you got to meet the vaccines. i got to meet I, the vaccines. I was nowhere near vampire weekend
0: that's a whole other story i got to meet the vaccines uh completely on accident um but hannah bought a vampire weekend storming
1: shirt. out of rainforest Cafe.
0: exactly all right well <laughs> that'll be a story for another time but meanwhile here's uh this is a great track this is uh Diane Young Vampire Weekend
2: you touch sad like
0: Young Vampire Weekend and Fandle and I agree that is the coolest bridge of any song like the ever. Best. Yeah, yeah. So you have to go check that out uh, for yourselves, though. Recommended, of course. Uh, my number four song. Boy, again, it was this is tough to pick, but um, this song came out in the spring, and I believe it's a couple of DJs uh, in the UK. Uh, it's called uh, Matrix and Future Bound. I think one is Matrix and one is Future Bound, as far as I can tell. And then they got this uh, a gal rapper, Baby Blue, to, to be on this track. She's done another couple of tracks with them as well. But um, a I couple weeks ago... rappers. What's that? I
1: love female rappers. I know that.
0: <laughs> um, but um, like Iggy Azalea.
1: Oh, I love Iggy. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. So anyway... Um, we played uh, the fat boy Slim track a couple weeks ago and uh, I told of course you we did. and I told you well I told you that that song is even though we like fat boy slim we ain't mad at him but that track is really everything that's wrong with EDM <laughs> because it's just the same thing that and then some some dude talking and you know it, it's okay for 30 seconds and then you're done like I said but um what I like about uh, magnetic eyes uh, Matrix, and futurebound had this discussion with Taladoviano back a couple weeks ago when we interviewed him uh, off a book of love is it the, these EDM songs actually have they're actually songs there's song structures, there's, there's hooks, there's melodies. So uh, this is Magnetic Eyes, Matrix and Futurebound, Baby Blue at number four. Matrix and Future Bound with Baby Blue. That's another feature I like on songs a lot now, is uh, whenever a person is going to rap in a song, uh, they either mention their name or the name of the person that's about to rap. Um, my, my boy Pitbull does I this. was
1: going to say Pitbull. That's, that's the
0: best part of that whole song with Christina Aguilera. He goes, Christina Aguilera. Like, he's yeah. so excited that she's there. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in, in the bridge of uh, this song, she says, Baby Blue, and then she starts going to a rap like we wouldn't know she was from looking on the <laughs> All right, the number three track for Fangirl
1: oh gosh um Young and Beautiful by Lana Del Rey is my number three I at first it was just because it was a good track but then I got obsessed with Gatsby I read the book read the book again watched the movie about five times after I got it and that was like five days ago I've watched it like once a day I am absolutely obsessed with the story and I love how well Young and Beautiful fits into it so I think that's why
0: and people hated the soundtrack, though.
1: <laughs> you know, I watched the old Gatsby. I watched the middle Gatsby. I watched the new Gatsby. And I did like the new Gatsby just because it was, I feel like, I don't know, the other old, the old Gatsby's weren't how I pictured it at all. The new Gatsby, I liked the way it was filmed. The soundtrack, I know that people hated it. I didn't mind it I thought it was really really cool because a lot of the songs they did like they did a Rihanna song but the, it sounded very jazz age oh did it, it? like they do really cool things with the music uh, in my okay. opinion and Young and Beautiful is just background music and the lyrics fit in so well with the story of Daisy and Gatsby I don't know I think the soundtrack was excellent but it could just okay. because I'm a teenager there you go. kids these days with their rap music and their, the rap and their Gatsby they do their hip yeah. hop <laughs> and their
0: flappers and their <laughs> yeah. bug alright and <laughs> number three Young and Beautiful Alana Del Rey on Fangirl's top five for 2013
2: Made to lie
0: Lana Del Lowell's, as they call her on Radio ah. 1, uh, the Scott Mill show, uh, due to the the remix of Summertime Sadness, which Scott Mill's question, uh. he said that even if they're trying to remix it to make it sound happy, and it's a very sad song, <laughs> it worked, though. It's it was, not
1: terrible. As, uh, <laughs> as,
0: as Malcolm Holmes of OMD said, it, it charted, it did the business. So. It was, yeah, I... Yeah, Morgan,
1: so. uh, my good friend, and I—we got to see Lana, and of course, everyone was just there to hear "Young and Beautiful" because I heard it in Gatsby, and then they're all there for "Summertime Sadness." I don't know if they all like expected a dance anthem, but people were leaving. It? Yeah, no,
0: like <laughs> an I don't remixing. think people realize
1: that that's not how it goes. But
0: oh, I'm sure they didn't. Highly disappointed um, people. <laughs> hey, speaking of Lollapalooza,
1: oh gosh,
0: we saw this next band, uh, number three on my list there, and um, you actually uh, were the one to get me into these guys. This yeah, is San Cisco off of Western Australia. And uh, Awkward was the first song Fangirl played for me, and I liked I it. I
1: love Awkward. And then
0: I heard The the Beach uh, and this next track there, and I liked The Beach a lot. And then I really started to like uh, this, this track that's coming up. And uh, this is my number three song. This is Fred Astaire by San Francisco on PF's Top 5 for 2013. killer bridge by the way so you want to check that out yeah very keyboardy right right in my wheelhouse (laughs) and we're supposed to stop saying wheelhouse in 2014 i'm not gonna (laughs) i know you're not or ubiquitous i'm not gonna stop saying ubiquitous either
1: i've never once heard you say that (laughs)
0: uh that's a big big bang theory word oh for those of you around the world we have a sitcom here called the big bang theory and it's a a word they use a lot lot it's ubiquitous They do. A lot of big words. I like ubiquitous, though. I'm not going to sound <laughs> it. And uh, selfie, I guess they just added to the Oxford yeah. Dictionary. And that was like the word of the year in 2009. <laughs> it was? It should have been. It's been that long? Yeah.
1: Wow. Hasn't wow. selfie been around
0: forever? All right. No, anyway, we're getting off. All... I don't know. We're, getting, we're on to fangirls. Uh, <laughs> the number, your number two track? Number
1: two, yes. Okay, great. Uh, number two is 400 Lux by Lord. Um, I discovered Royals about a week before the radio did like a solid week. I remember playing it in the car and then I was shocked when I heard it on Top 40 radio. I, was, I had no idea that she was going to be a Top 40 artist. But when her album came out, I loved it and I really wish that there were other songs that she would release as singles already because everyone's getting sick of Royals and everyone's singing Royals too much and I really, really would I really would like Team or Four Hundred Lux to be played on the radio. Uh,
0: Australia and New Zealand doing really well in the uh,
1: yeah yeah okay. Sixteen years old from New Zealand, well, just turned seventeen, but sixteen when the album was made.
0: Okay, at number two on Fangirl's Top Five for Twenty Thirteen, Lord and Four Hundred Lux. <laughs> Lux from her debut album, and that is Fangirl's, uh, that was your number two track? Yes. I'm losing count here. Oh, and I don't know if you could hear in the background that our doorbell rang uh, while we were (laughs) doing that last segment, introducing (laughs) Lorde. And uh, we're very excited our tea kettle arrived.
1: I am so pumped about it. And
0: we're not English, so <laughs> And we're not English. For our I know We can we ha- still have tea. I know we have about a dozen fans in, in England, so for those listening there
1: is a post going around on Tumblr that says I don't get how Americans make tea without a kettle, and all the British people are reblogging it, like Oh my god, I can't believe that they don't have kettles in America. But we, we do. do, so I would just like to clear that up for a minute. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Like we have kettles I mean, in America.
0: We can make them now in our Keurigs and stuff, but when I was a kid it, But a it's kettle. like
1: eight dollars to do that. I
0: know. So. Well I know, but for I'm like saying twenty we, but we, the point we've always had kettles in I, america. Know, I know i know so english people fear not don't send us your kettles <laughs> <You're not. laughs> we are there's no kettle shortage in america we are we're, we're sorted on we kettles. make
1: tea by dumping it in the harbor
0: yeah we actually um <laughs> nicely done um i stole that we um yeah we had a we had, we had call a tornado here in the midwest uh oh, we call tornado was, a tornado. was that a tornado, tornado <laughs> that, that, yeah and we ran down to the basement like you're supposed to if you have a basement and then um when it the, was a wait are
1: you talking about the hurricane
0: no, we had this, it was a, it was some big storm because the we sirens went off. We ran down, and we stayed down there for about 15, 20 minutes, and then we they said it was all clear on the TV, and we came up and made tea. She so had a very English response to the storm. All right, uh, I'm up next, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, this next track is by a, a group that did really well. In fact, uh, on Zane Lowe's show on the BBC One, uh, we did an homage to him back in the summer. Go back and check that out. Um, this was, his, he had his listeners vote on the uh, top 100 records or the top well, I guess, is it 100? Yeah, 100, uh, their top 100, uh, what he calls the hottest record in the world, which he does in a show every day. <laughs> and uh, You didn't say it with the accent. Yes, well, I I, I mistakenly said he has an Australian accent. He's actually also from New Zealand. So New Zealand and Australia, I mean, really bring it. (laughs) Going strong. Really bring it in 2013. Anyway, um, uh, this band's song, Chocolate, was the hottest record in the world for 2013. Yeah, but it is not my hottest song by this band. This band is, um, I believe they are from Manchester. This is 1975. The song is called The City. Now, I'm pretty certain that there's two versions of The City. The one that's the single, uh, they remixed and they... I don't like the remix. Uh, The remix uh, takes out kind of the draggy guitar, which I think is really cool. Okay, I'm not not imagining that. Okay, great. Well, this is uh, my number two song for 2013. This is uh, the city uh, on PF's tape recorder. 1975 and The City, the original EP mix on PF tape recorder as my second favorite song of 2013. And we're now to Fangirl's number one song.
1: All right. Uh, number one is Sweater Weather by The Neighborhood. I'm go. such stereotypical girl. I'm obsessed with that song. Um... I love that everyone thinks that they're so indie and hipster because they listen to sweater weather when it's on every single stage and every day. But I think I love it so much because when I was going into Lollapalooza, as we mentioned, That's right. we saw them completely in accident as we ate lunch and right. I remember they were on the
0: stage before San Francisco.
1: Yep. They were uh, heading the they were opening. Not opening but they were on before San Francisco and we were just kind of like oh hey this is, this is kind of all right and they started playing it and I was like I know I've heard this somewhere before and I'm so bummed that I had no idea that I saw them I saw <laughs> saying anything without having any idea I'd love to say anything they love that. angels and airwaves no I don't love it Somerset <laughs> I've seen so many people and just not even not even cared oh, yeah, but they
0: were an op- yeah it's funny when you see an opening act yellow like card that yellow card yeah i'm trying to think if it's an opening act i saw that years later i was like oh man i actually saw them but
1: i saw demi lovato and i regret that fully
0: <laughs> all right. was that on the
1: uh... the camp rock i saw, oh, I saw yeah, the yeah. Joe... i've they... seen the joys three
0: times they they then they papered the house on that last tour all right well anyway let's not <laughs> dawdle any longer here uh this is hannah's number one song of 2013 this is the neighborhood in sweater weather
2: Touch my Race. the minute that my left hand needs a waste. And then I watch a trace, put my finger on your tongue, cause you love the taste. Yeah. These hearts are everyone the other beats hardest for. Inside this place is warm. Outside is eyes Coming down, one, one love one house, no, shirt, no The no neighborhood house.
0: and sweater weather. That is Fangirl's number one song of twenty thirteen. And we're going to find out what uh, Fangirl's favorite album was for 2013 ah, yes. after my number one song. And this number one song will surprise nobody that knows me. <laughs> this is my number one. <laughs> well, actually, it might surprise, uh, surprise you a little because uh, it is not OMD who had some new stuff out this year. Uh, in fact, I was discussing with Fangirl when I was making my list. Uh, OMD didn't even make the top ten as far as singles go. I think they came in at 11. These are so many other great songs. I know. Um, I feel terrible because
1: All Time Low didn't make my top 10 see, there you go. Like, But
0: See, but we weren't homers.
1: How could I How could I do that?
0: We weren't homers though, you know. We could have <laughs> said, oh well, you know, favorite band, so yeah. But um, anyway, my number one song though uh, does fit right in along with uh, OMD. Uh, this is a synth-pop band from Glasgow uh, in Scotland, and uh, this is my number one song for 2013. This is Churches and the Mother We Share. Virtues and the Mother We Share, my number one song for 2013, and uh, they stylized that by the way, with a V instead of the U, so I always want to say <laughs> Churches, and when I'm typing it into a search like in uh, Spotify, I always, I always type it C-H-U and then the V, so... Um, virtues They probably laugh. I,
1: would, I don't, I, he mumbled that when he was pulling that track up and I couldn't stop laughing and it took a lot to pull myself Jeverches, together to yeah. even say this. But do
0: check out virtues uh, <laughs> Stop the, saying that. The album is, the album is really good by the way. So it's, uh, especially if you like the uh, the 80s techno pop like I do, it, it's it's right in there, man. All right. Uh, number one albums. We got some time left. So we're going to play a track from uh, our our best, our favorite albums of the year. Me, as you may, may or may not know, not a big album guy. Always been more of a singles guy. But um, <laughs> I do like me a whole album sometimes. But I'll let the fangirl go first with uh, her favorite album of 2013.
1: Uh, this is another one that was hard to narrow down. But I went with Pure Heroine by Lord, And we're going to play you a bit of Buzzcut Season.
0: All right. Buzzcut Season by Lord on PF's Tape Recorder. cut season by lord that is from hannah's favorite album of the year and what's lord's album name again
1: pure heroin okay so not not spelled like the drug spelled like the Powerful woman.
0: Okay, so if you're <laughs> just familiar with the uh, worldwide smash hit of Lords, uh, do check out... Love Club. Yeah, the album is uh, really good. Yeah, I like Love Club. That's probably my favorite track. Love Club EP is
1: good, too.
0: Oh, there you go. Okay, so those are all recommended, all on iTunes and the usual places you find music. All right, uh, my number one album for the year, uh, this will surprise absolutely no one, uh, <laughs> was uh, English Electric by OMD, And oddly, another favorite band uh, of mine, Pet Shop Boys, released an album this year called Just... Electric. I don't know if that was an accident or what. <laughs> they totally and, um, planned it. <laughs> electric was okay. I liked the uh, "Love Is a Bourgeois Concept." That was a pretty good single. Uh, they went the real EDM uh, on it, and and successfully, it wasn't like they're a bunch of old dudes because they really influenced that whole crowd. So you know, they 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 have license to do that, but um. Song for song, I think OMD's English Electric held up a lot better. And uh, my favorite track from that album is a song called Night Cafe, and it's inspired by the paintings of Edward Hopper. And there's something like 13 or 14 Edward Hopper painting titles referred to in the song. And the weird thing is, is uh, I read an interview with Andy McCluskey where he said that he wrote the song because he was in New York feeling very melancholy like an Edward Hopper painting, which struck me as odd because I think of Hopper... I don't think of Nighthawks, which is the painting you probably all know of that diner on the corner and they're, they're looking into the diner, that's Nighthawks. But I think of like his outdoor stuff where these bright green colors, these New England landscapes and, and buildingscapes, uh is what I always picture with Edward Hopper. So I always think of like bright and sunny when I think of Edward Hopper. But anyway, uh, this is Night Cafe from the OMD album English Electric, which was my favorite album of 2013. Night Cafe from the album English Electric my favorite album of 2013 highly recommended and uh, okay a couple uh, orders of business we need to take care of before we get to producer Lizzie and her play out song There she is, yes. Um, uh, We're going to try to do some exciting things this year. Well, first of all, looking back at 2013, I was going to do like a a best of 2013, and I decided uh, not to do that because I would just recommend you go to pfradio.podbean.com or go to iTunes and search P.S. Tape Recorder. And just go back and and cherry pick the episodes. If you like the dumb bits, got plenty of funny dumb bits. Those are also on the SoundCloud page. Just look for P.F. Wilson SoundCloud. That should take you to it. Uh, We have like episodes of CSI we did here uh, with Fangirls. What's that? Popular Most popular girls interview yeah, a lot of great people Mark Maron Jimmy Pardo uh, I was looking back there's tons and tons of cool people were nice enough to come on the show so go back and cherry pick the interviews or look for some dumb bits uh, and we had the homage episodes one for This American Life we went for BBC One and then we had our summer music festival so all good stuff looking forward we're going to try and do more remotes. I did one remote this year, which was not really much of a remote, but I went over to the Go Bananas offices and interviewed Gabe Kia a couple of weeks ago. But that went really well. That was just kind of just to see if it was, you know, how cumbersome it would be to drag the mixer and the laptop. And it went fine. So we're going to try and cover the Bunbury Music Festival here in Cincinnati uh, in ju- probably ju- July, right? July, July of this July. year. End of July, and we are also going to see if the Lollapalooza folks will let us cover that as well. Uh, They probably will not, but we'll keep our (laughs) fingers crossed. But what we're we're thinking of doing, I'm envisioning, uh, we'll probably do a series of special episodes in which we'll probably have three episodes drop in the same week, and we'll do one for each day of the festival. uh, Certainly for Bunbury, hopefully for Lollapalooza, and we'll interview uh, some of the bands and maybe the uh, the Bunbury organizers, who are always uh, were were so good to us last year. And Vampire Weekend, Lizzie wants to be there. Well, speaking of producer Lizzie and Vampire Weekend, um, we have Lizzie's playout track, which is not Vampire Weekend, though she's a huge fan, but... Uh, uh, here, take the microphone there, Lizzie. And uh, what is your playout song, Lizzie Lou?
2: You're Not Thinking by Drake Bell. It reminds me of Summer with my best friend, Wyatt, because okay. I used to come home and listen to it, and then the morning I'd play on Pop Tropicon, listen to it, then my sister come down and take away the laptop. Okay. But
0: <laughs> and uh, Drake Bell, not really... Uh, a, a lot like the other artists you listen to because Drake Bellacorsa oh, wow. from the Nickelodeon show yeah so it's kind of an exception kind of a holdover from uh, the tween uh, music uh, that the girls used to listen to mm-hmm. but uh, still very popular
2: um whenever I try to mention to my friends they're like who is that and I have to be like do you have an older sibling because I might have watched oh, yeah, Drake, and yeah. and Drake and Josh and they were like and they were like oh yeah I've heard of that show
0: so it's your Drake of your Drake and Josh there yeah and you're supposed to have a new album nearest I could figure uh, this track actually came out in December of 2012 I guess to get interest going in his al- his new album he's trying to record and I'm, I guess he tried to get a uh, Kickstarter going uh, I don't know how well that went he did a little mini tour in the fall which unfortunately we're not able to go to sorry Lizzie Lou. <laughs>
2: but, uh, I know why did I have to perform at the House of Blues
0: I know but anyway um, so I guess he's still apparently trying to get the album together for a release in 2014 and I believe he's been signed to Surf Dog Records but uh so you want to go ahead and introduce the song Lizzie? play us out
2: well like this song is very like happy and I do like the other songs on his album but I really like okay. this one
0: and what the name of the song is
2: You're Not Thinking by Well.
0: alright so long and thanks for listening everybody
2: Yeah. meow